10 family members, including children, have been killed in the U.S. strike in Kabul, a relative says. Taliban promises citizens will be allowed to leave after U.S. withdrawal. Afghan TV host tells the public not to be afraid as he's surrounded by the Taliban with guns. And a California teacher removes American flag from the classroom and makes students pledge to the Pride banner. We're going to get into all this and more in just one second. If you guys can please become a YouTube channel member, Facebook channel member, or even a Patreon member, it goes a long way in supporting this show. The show doesn't really make much money and I want to keep it going every single day all day um, also if you don't want to donate go at least subscribe to the podcast the Joey Saladino show and all the podcast apps go subscribe there and you can listen now let's get right into this okay so during third period we have announcements and they do the Pledge of Allegiance I always tell my class Stand if you feel like it. Don't stand if you feel like it. Say the words. Real quick, this is the video of a California teacher telling her, her students to pledge to the pride flag as she hid the American flag. Want to break down this video point by point so we don't get flagged for copyrights, and this way I can get the content out to you guys. If you want, don't have to say the words. So my class decided to stand but not say the words. Totally fine. Except for the fact that my room does not have a flag. It used to be there, but I took it down during COVID because it made me uncomfortable. And it made her uncomfortable. I took the American flag down from my classroom because it made me uncomfortable. What an absolute beta weirdo loser that should be immediately fired just for that reason alone. And, um... I packed it away and I don't know where, and I haven't found it yet. <laughs> but my kid today goes, hey, um, it's kind of weird that we just stand and then, you know, we say it to nothing. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I got to find it. Like, I'm working on it. I got you. I got you, kids. Oh, you want to pledge with the flag? I got you. What a dumb, stupid millennial that thinks, I got you. You're, like, you're saying that to a kid. Uh, Miss, Miss, whatever your name is, I would like to pledge to the flag. Oh, I don't know where I put it, but I got you. What? <laughs> in the meantime, I tell this kid, we do have a flag in the class that you can pledge your allegiance to. And he like looks around and he goes, oh, that one? <laughs> okay, so during- And it's the pride flag. So let, let's read the full story of this. Some um, Breaking Cali uh, teacher at California Back Bay High School in Newport currently is having kids say the Pledge of Allegiance to the Pride flag. Fox News reported a California school district is investigating a teacher after she posted a video admitting that she encouraged her students to pledge allegiance to a gay pride flag after she removed the American flag from her classroom. Okay, I so during third period, we have announcements, and they do the Pledge of Allegiance. The teacher identified as whatever of Newport Mesa School District in Orange County said that the video posted on social media, I always tell my class, stand if you feel like it. Don't stand if you don't feel like Says Say the words if you don't. Uh, you don't have to say the words. Um, the teacher claims that the flag was removed during the pandemic and alleged that it made her feel uncomfortable. If the flag of the country which she lives in makes her feel uncomfortable, perhaps she should pack her things and move to a place where she'd feel more suited. I would probably say maybe she should move to Pakistan. If you love the gay pride flag so much, why don't you move to Pakistan? Let's see how you like it down there. In the absence of students, uh, where we're curious, uh, I was gonna say Pakistan or Palestine, uh, the students were curious as to why they would look at the decide the pledge. Okay, 
The teacher mocks the American flag and suggests, okay, she explained, in the meantime, I tell kids we don't have a flag in the classroom. Are we aware that the incident investigation, while we do not discuss employee-related matters, uh, we can tell you that showing respect and honor of our nation's flag is a value that we instill in our students and expect uh, of our employees. We take this matter seriously and we'll be taking actions to address it, the school told Fox in a statement. Understandably, the disrespect she showed in the country was meant with the backlash on social media. Now, these this is why, okay? There was a story not too long ago of a teacher quitting because they did not want to teach critical race theory. And a lot of people were saying, yes, go for you, quit, you know, don't, don't beg, kneel down to their demands, you know, don't teach their critical race theory. So they quit, leaving a bunch of kids in a situation where they're going to get a radical left-wing teacher come in and instill radical left-wing values on them. The teachers that are going to replace the true conservative teachers are going to be teachers like this. This is why I have to say, do not back down. Do not quit in, in the face of that stuff. If anyone is going to be, have to teach critical race theory to children, it might as well be a conservative. So this way you can teach it in a way where they're not going to become fully indoctrinated into the left-wing ideology. This, this monster of a human being don't, don't even know her pronouns, so I'm not going to even go that way. Just look at her face. <laughs> oh, my God. If I was a parent and I was seeing any of this stuff going on in any of these schools, so help me, God, if they were teaching critical race theory to my kids, if they were doing this to my kids. Now, there was one thing. I don't even want to get into it. Maybe she made a good point, one good point. You know, If you want to pledge, you can pledge. If you don't, you don't have to. I would say I think there's a good argument to be made on both sides of that spectrum. You don't want to be like North Korea and you're forced to stand and bow down to Kim Jong-un. Um, it should be more of a choice. You should want to be patriotic. You, sh you should want to love the country. And I think that's important. And uh, I think there are ways to, to make people want to do that without having to force them. Regardless of the fact, this is sick and disgusting coming from our school system. And this is not, not uncommon. We're seeing more and more of stuff like this come out and playing out. And it's 100% not good for this generation growing up. What I'm hoping will happen is as this generation grows up, uh, they will see some type of resistance against this indoctrination because fight the power, fight the system. And which is it's so incredibly ironic that the people on the left believe that they're fighting the system. Meanwhile, they are the system. They are the establishment. The billionaires, the elites, the politicians at the top, they're playing their little puppet games with these leftist teachers like this, indoctrinating them into an ideology to indoctrinate other children, indoctrinate the youth into this ideology. We are the last line of defense to keep this country going. Us conservatives, us people, the ones who are actually working just going out there and actually getting jobs and working and not living off of government assistance. We have, we have a problem in this country right now where we have job shortages. There's too many people out of work. People don't want to return to work. Why? Because leftists would rather get paid living off the government. If the government gives those tools for these leftists to do nothing, leftists will do nothing. We are the last line of defense in this country to keep this country number one. And the left is holding us back. The Democrats are holding us back. They're making everything worse. That's without a doubt, a fact. An Afghan TV show host tells the public not to be afraid while he's surrounded by the Taliban with guns. This is like something from out of a movie. Do you remember that scene in, in the MCU and Marvel and Iron Man where they have um, Tony Stark as ransom? This reminds me of that. Now, this guy, um, 
this 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 uh, terrorist uh, ta uh, Taliban guy. Uh, he looks like he's part chameleon. He might be reptilian because he's got one eye going one way and the other one going straight. I just want to point that out that these are the these are the inbred people that were that they're dealing with. Um, it's just a bunch of inbred virgins who want to uh, you know just rule a country in order to get laid. Uh, that that's that's what they're dealing with over there. A video has been shared on Twitter that has a show host of Afghan TV's Peace Studio addresses that Afghan public that Taliban members stand behind him with guns. And this is the video. I'm going to play the video. I'm not going to play with audio because it's in a different language. Uh, and they tweeted out, With armed Taliban fighters standing behind him, the presenter of Afghan TV Peace Studio political debate program says that Islamic Emirates, Taliban's preferred name, uh, wants, to, wants the public to quote, cooperate with it and should not be afraid. They're clearly trying to instill fear. The Peace Studio TV air showed in, okay, was audience to cooperate. Okay. Mem multiple members of the Taliban can be seen standing behind the host while he speaks. Each of them are holding a gun as they listen to the host. Uh, someone else tweeted out, there's Afghans, new state TV, deranged looking Taliban gunmen standing behind the anchor Peace Studio sign above the beyond Orwellian not just propaganda, it's terror. Meanwhile, Biderman is still politely asking the Taliban to show good behavior. As the Taliban continues their efforts after taking over, many are desperately trying to flee the country in fear in, in fear of the group. Reports have indicated the Taliban is beating U.S. citizens trying to reach the airport has been hunting down Afghans uh, who have been involved in the U.S. by using biometric data. You guys know the rest of the story. I don't have to tell you guys how much of a failure this Biden administration is. Uh, this is something that I don't think I've ever seen in my entire lifetime. This, we're, we're literally living out something that's going to be taught in history books as the most, as literally this generation's biggest disaster. Don't you miss the days and yearn for the days where the biggest issues under Trump was net neutrality? Remember when the world was ending over net neutrality? Nothing really happened with that at all. It was, it was doomsday. Remember when the world was ending over transgender bathroom laws? Those were the good old days. Maybe in three years from now, we'll get those good old, good old days back. But as of right now, we're stuck with the Biden administration. And guess what? There's little to nothing that we can do besides hope and pray that the forensic audits come back in our favor and we get Trump back in as president. The Taliban promises that citizens will be allowed to leave after U.S. withdrawals. The United States and 97 other countries announced today, well, this must have been yesterday, uh, had an agreement with the Taliban to allow safe passage for Afghan allies who continue to be evacuated out of Kabul after the American military departs on August 31st. So it seems like the, Amer the military is still going to be departing on the 31st, and the Taliban's promising to allow for people to still leave. Um, I think personally, I think on a strategic standpoint, you would want the most unhappy people, I guess, to leave immediately because they would be the ones, I guess, most likely to start a resistance. So yeah, just get them all out and then you'll have the weak country to rule. So all countries involved in a joint statement Sunday saying, we're all committed to ensuring that our citizens, na nationals, and resident employees, Afghans who have been worked with us, are all at risk and continue to travel freely to designations outside of Afghanistan. They also explain that they have received assurance from the Taliban that all foreign nationals and any Afghan citizens with travel authorizations from the R countries will be allowed to proceed in a safe and orderly manner to points of departure and travel outside the country. It's almost like a simple solution to avoid this would have just been, let's get our people out before we evacuate. That would have been a better solution. 
But, you know, this is rocket science here. This is clearly, obviously, rocket science. And so much for being able to get everybody out by the 31st. Who, who did Biden say he's going to be the, oh, you're the first person I'll call if I couldn't, if I can't. Remember that? Well, let's see if they get the call. I, my prediction is they're not going to get the call. Uh, the statement was signed by more than half the world's nations uh, in the European Union and NATO. Uh, let's see. Uh, the nation added that they have a clear expectation of commitment from the Taliban that they can travel to our respective countries. Two signatures were absent from the statement. Russia and China, who are part of the United Nations Security Council, have promised to help the Taliban rebuild Afghanistan after their groups take over. Jesus Christ. Just when you think this couldn't get any more ridiculous, our two biggest enemies is teaming up with, I guess now, the number one biggest terrorist group in this world who's also teaming up with another big terrorist group. So you got this mega terrorist group and you got our two biggest enemies literally collectively teaming up. And I, and I believe... The reason why they're doing it, the Taliban, let's be real. They just want money. They just want all the virgins, and they want money. That's, that's what they want. They want money, and they want power. They want to rule that land. Uh, who knows? They, they, they don't have the technological capabilities of going beyond that. Russia and China does. The Taliban sees we can get money from Russia and China. Russia and China see we can take advantage right now of the weakness in America and get uh, ahead in this, in this world. Against America, that's what they see, and that's what's going to happen. And I think Russia and China see, well, hey, let's collectively take down America, and then we'll fight for the number one spot. That that's that seems to be what is happening. And let's just hope that they don't get too far until Trump comes back, because once Trump comes back, he's putting his foot down, and it's going to be a different ball game. But let's just hope they don't gain too much steam on America. Uh, until he gets in, because we don't want to get to a point where even if Trump comes in, the damage is irreversible. That's what we want to avoid, because what's probably going to happen is China and Russia are going to want to at least move portions of their military in or, or just completely enable the Taliban uh, when it comes to the military. So this way we can't move, easily move troops back in. Whereas if we do move troops back in, it will be a declaration of war on Russia and China, which we would just not be able to do that at that point. So it's going to be a very difficult road ahead of us. Uh, let's be real here. I hate to say it. We're probably going to lose becoming... If, if in this scenario where Biden stays in office for eight years, or even Kamala Harris, we will not be the world's superpower by the end of that administration. I'm hoping we can stay the world's superpower by the end of the first four years. But if Biden stays in for eight years, we will not be the world superpower. And you can take that to the bank as awful as it sounds, as much as I don't want to say it, as much as I don't want to believe it, I'm living in reality, and that is the reality. So 10 family members, including children, have been killed in a strike in Cabal, a relative says. Now, was this the strike ordered by the Biden administration? I doubt CNN will give us a proper uh, description of what happened. The so ten family members in uh, ten members in one family, including several children, were killed in a U.S. drone strike targeting a vehicle of residential neighborhooding of Cabal. A relative of the dead told CNN the U.S. carried out a defensive strike in Cabal targeting suspects of ISIS case 
you know, uh, SBs who pose an imminent threat to the airport. U.S. Central Command said Sunday the youngest victims of Sunday's airstrike was a two-year-old girl, according to family members. Relatives around the remains of one of the girls in the rubble near the home on Monday, a family member told CNN that it was unclear whether Michaela has been inside the vehicle or in the compound when the strike hit. It's like it's almost like the Biden administration just cannot do anything right. Even when they show some form of toughness, it's still a complete failure. And this is and I'm not blaming the military personnel because they were forced into this horrible situation to make these horrible decisions and do, do these things and like they, they were forced into this awful, awful situation. They were an ordinary family. A brother of one of those um, said that we are not ISIS or Dash. And this is our family home where my brothers lived as a family. Relatives of the victims, okay. At uh, the funeral held later in the day, family members shouted, death to America. Now you're radicalizing people who were in fear of the radicalized. Now they're radicalized. And do we blame them? Do you blame them? I really don't blame them. Army Major Jen Williams uh, Taylor of the Joint Chiefs had uh, told the press briefing on Monday, we are aware of the reports of civilian casualties. We take these reports extremely serious. On Monday, Pentagon spokesman uh, John Kirby said the U.S. worked hard to avoid civilian casualties. We're investigating this. Is not going to, we're, we're not going to get ahead of it, but we have a significant uh, variable. Okay, whatever. Uh, neighbors and witnesses in the scene of the drone strike in Kabul told CNN that several people were killed, including children. Our neighbors, okay, that's just a bunch of quotes from people there. Absolute awful, absolute disaster. Now, let's go look at, um, let's see, Biden bombing protests. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. The left must be up in arms about something like this. Like, there, there must be tons of riots going on in the streets that the Biden administration just blew up a whole family of kids. Let's, let's, let's see. we got to go look at this because this is something. we got to go out there. we got to go support these leftists um, that, are, that are, you know, protesting to support the lives of children. Let's see. Oh, okay. This, there's absolutely nothing. Hmm, interesting. Let's see. There's got to be some images of it. Oh, okay. Um... Seems to be no images of this protest. Huh. You know what? It, it must not be out yet. You know, it must be going on right now. Maybe the news didn't catch up with it yet. So maybe we'll check back tomorrow. Maybe we'll find a bunch of leftist protests and the leftist riots protesting against the disaster of this administration that's created millions of refugees, led to women and children being, you know, blanked and blanked. Don't even want to say those words. Let's see. Let's see. You know, they have to. There's no way they don't. I thought I thought these were the people that actually, I thought these leftists were the ones that actually cared. They want everyone to flood in here, but they don't care what happens to them over there, which is, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Please actually like, subscribe to the Pulse Vacations on new video every single day. As I'm doing this show a lot, all day, every day. It takes up probably a fourth of my entire day, maybe a third of my entire day to do the show to you daily. And then I got to do my regular work that pays my bills and keeps a roof over my head and, and food on the table. So if you guys do support me, it would be greatly appreciated if you click the, the channel, the join button on YouTube to become a channel member. Or if you're listening and watching on Facebook, uh, click the support button. Or if you're not doing any of those things, then go over to my Patreon and become a Patreon channel member. Um, that'd be greatly appreciated. It helps fun and keep the show going. I want to do this more and more full time. I want to 
build out the show better. I run the whole show myself. I edit it live, and I'm my own producer and my own uploader. I do it all. It takes a lot of time out of my day, and I love doing it. I want to keep you guys informed. If you can't contribute to me with your cash dollars, at least go subscribe to the podcast on the podcast apps. The Joey Salabino Show. You can go uh, subscribe there. Uh, Thank you for watching and listening. Peace out.